Hello, our lovely Girl Awakening listeners. Welcome to 2023. I'm Jo Hendy from the Sacred Sister Project. I'm Amanda Parker of Mayala Organics. Come with us as we journey into this week's Awakening episode. I talk to a spirit. She comes What's in my dreams. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning, Joe. Here we are on Zoom for a Wednesday morning. Yes. We don't we kind of get to virtually share our tea. Yes. Um, and our oh special guest this week with you all. Um <laughs> with you virtually, but you will really feel, you know, like everything today is just gonna be like Yeah, new and it's a first. Mm. And we're super excited Expensive. because this is an area that Amanda and I both love. Mm. So we're going to jump straight in. Today yes. we have the lovely Alicia Dumay. Is it Dumay? Yes. Yay, cool. Okay. Um, Alicia has transformed, <laughs> transformed from being an exhausted perfectionist workaholic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's lawyer. I'd like to add on lawyer. She's now living a life of delicious chaos as a mama of four alongside her own legal business and her spiritual wellness business. In March 2012, while hanging out the washing, Alicia started to spontaneously channel one of her spirit guides, an ascended master called Goenga. Perfect. Beautiful. Who spoke to her using her own voice, like Whoopi Goldberg in the movie The Ghost. Love that movie. Uh, yeah. This was the start of her channeling journey. Six years later, Alicia pushed through her massive fear about what people would think and honoured her calling. She came out of the spiritual closet and shared with her friends and family that she is a channeler. She now channels a team of guides and angels and has founded the Global Soul Centre. Alicia loves to help people to thrive, enjoy life more and reconnect with their soul and remember who they really are. External, pure love and magnificent light beings. Oh my it, God, it, it, eternal. It, it, eternal. It should yeah. say eternal. <laughs> yeah, eternal. Yeah, eternal, pure love and magnificent light beings. That sentence in itself, just like your heart just feels like it expands and opens mm. up. So Welcome, mm. Alicia. We're so excited to have you. Oh, thank you. It's so <laughs> lovely to be here. And I actually have grabbed my name together with my maiden name, which is Alicia Dumay is my maiden name and my married name is Temerman. So I'm oh. Alicia Dumay. Temerman, which it took me a long time to, I was in two businesses. One was Alicia Jume in my legal business. And then I was Alicia Temerman in my other business. And ah. then a few years ago, I went to a networking event and a woman stood up and she said her name and she had the double. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to claim my maiden name back. So now I'm just like the whole lot. It's, it, well, some cultures, they have the thing where they, you know, the women carry the the names through, like they end up with quite a long train yes. yes. of names, but it's a beautiful way to honour your lineage isn't it or just the way that you move through life so I really love yeah that yeah just connecting those yeah. things the way that yeah. it comes in as an inspiration it's beautiful mm. it's beautiful yeah Shall so we jump straight oh in? We, we kind of we just can't wait yeah <laughs> we're so I've, I've actually heard a little bit of, well I've heard a lot of Alicia's story and it's mm. so exciting and I know our listeners are going to be blown away um so you know strap strap in listeners yes <laughs> go on a journey Oh, and we're gonna let's have some fun. What was your life like before your awakening, Alicia? Oh, pretty standard, actually, pretty conservative. <laughs> I've pretty much played that good girl script, yeah, uh, that many of us were conditioned to play, and I was the kind of good girl at school and 
tried to do all the right things and studied hard and went and got my law degree trying to get you know the best degree I could get to be the responsible person in the world that kind of that path that we get told this is how you live you know a good honorable successful life so I was very much on that path and during that time though I was always interested in spirituality I was going to ask that so you were like open to that yeah well I grew up my dad actually was a Franciscan monk Um, yeah he he was in the he was in the monastery for about five or six years um and was planning to have that as his life so he wasn't going to get married he wasn't going to have kids and he ended up leaving the monastery and then he met my mum so things changed so I'd grown up with him being very connected and my mum was Catholic but also very connected. Uh, so I'd grown up in this family where it was just part and parcel that that we knew that there was something more. But we didn't talk about it heaps. But when I was 16, I would say was the first opening a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and that's when I experienced the first death of a loved one. Yeah. And uh, my 16-year-old cousin died of Hodgkin's lymphoma. And I just was in complete shock by that. I just didn't understand. I just said, this can't be right. This can't be right. How can a beautiful, healthy, vibrant woman just suddenly not be here? And that started my questioning of what's going on here. And I started reading about afterlife. And I was 16. crack open at that age yeah Yeah. and we didn't have the I didn't like now if someone looks up spiritual awakening or after death you know there's so much information but that back then it was a bit old school so I was you know reading books about near-death experiences so I was interested and then I went and did my law degree and did did all the right things and all the right things question question (laughs) (laughs) and then I also studied Reiki alongside my so I was like working as a baby lawyer in a law firm and I was studying wake, Reiki on the weekends it's and I just, did yeah, this, that's the whole story blows <laughs> my mind like <laughs> did you like because being a lawyer is so structured and there's rules mm. there's strong rules yeah. and regulations yes how, how did you split the two like did you seriously just live completely two separate lives like uh well yes and no because I was always I could always read and sense energy. So uh, I just felt like I needed to understand how to manage my own energy. And particularly for those listeners of yours who have worked in corporate and have worked. So I was working at Minter Allison Law Firm. So it's like a top four law firm. You can imagine like pretty serious business. And so the energy flying around the office, I was very conscious of and I could feel it. And I think that's what led me to go, okay, I need to understand what's going on here and I used to have I was a kind of a bit of a funny lawyer I actually walked around I had bare feet in my office oh, <laughs> wow. um, I got the lights taken out I was like I'm not having these lights I had lamps I had fairies on my desk so I wasn't hiding this part of myself oh, cool. um, and they would joke with me because I was going to, to learn qigong and reiki and tapping and things like that and I remember one of the partners going are you going off to your bok choy class tonight <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, so I didn't I didn't hide it, but it was there was one funny conversation where a partner came to me and said, Oh, we're just um wondering about like the fairies on your desk and what that says about the credibility, you know, oh. and just the message that that might be sending to the more junior lawyers. Wow. And, but I kept my fairies on my desk. Like yes. <laughs> I, I think it's really beautiful too for our listeners to to know that, you know, even though you felt this other part of you coming in and you're yeah. aware of it, but you didn't have to run from the other. You could mm. you could start to blend them or incorporate them in together. Yeah, and I just felt like I needed the other. Like to live in that very full-on stressful world of the law, I needed to be able to manage my energy. And I would have already back then, like now I'm all about energy and helping other people understand us as energetic systems. But when I look back, even before all of the channeling, I had these little things, like I had a little note under my keyboard that said, no one has any power over me unless I give it to them. Oh, oh that's, wow. a, that's a very... That's a big one. Because when, when you look at um, the transference of energy, I mean, wow, that's a very creating a very protected space through mm. a dynamic tool that we use all the time without a lot of consciousness around. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and I don't even know where that came from. Like I look back now and I was like, when I started in there, I was 23. Yeah. You know, um, and I did 10, I stayed for 10 years wow. in, in in this law firm. But I had I had little things where I would imagine the, feel, um, the door of my office, I would imagine was an energetic film. Uh-huh. And so like... If people came into my office, I was like, I'm not, I'm not taking on the stuff. So that was another thing that, yeah, I just, I had, I don't know. I just wanted to make sure that I could sustain myself in a pretty full on environment with extremely long hours and high high stress, uh, but not at the expense of me but despite all of my best efforts I still got completely run down yeah and I still got completely exhausted trying to run run that wheel and that's, yeah. that's what led really to to the awakening yeah yeah so that this was how your awakening began that point where of of breakdown or like yeah. yeah yeah close to uh, there was I was physically exhausted I had a coccyx issue where I'd try I'd picked up my little daughter um, when she was about 18 months and I'd sat into the corner of a wooden chair and I pushed my coccyx forward um, and I had pelvis issues from pregnancies so I was actually coming into work on a Zimmer frame for a period I could not I could barely walk and I still continued those listeners that we've been taught this soldier on crazy crazy concept ignore the the voices of the body and just go and push because that's what we do to be valuable in this world and it is so crazy yeah so but I was doing that I was still pushing myself forward and uh, to the exhaustion point I had to sit with this like I didn't know this is a funny story I didn't know it was uh, this red little cushion I used to take on the train to sit <laughs> on the train out <laughs> right but I didn't know until someone told me that that was a hemorrhoid cushion. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like so jumping on the train. doing the hemorrhoids out loud. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, he's like, I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, so I was actually breaking down. And this was, I was a young woman. Wow. Right? This is not like an old, decrepit person, but yeah. my body 
was representing like that because I was living this life of so out of balance, so in my head. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so that's where I had this wake-up call one day where uh, at this time I'd left my job at um, at Minters and I'd gone into a government job so those 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 mums out there who know what we try to do to balance and juggle so I had two kids and I thought okay I'm gonna give up I was working part-time at the law firm I thought okay I'll move from my part-time job at the law firm just listen and check the logic on this I'll I'll leave my part-time job at the law firm and I'll move to government (laughs) it it will be it will be you know not as stressful and so I moved to a full-time job in government to try to try and find an easier way and I reduced my salary by about thirty thousand dollars oh so you really kind of this is a conscious like (laughs) isn't it wild we're going to put you into a really tiny tiny box so you you know we're giving you messages you're backing yourself into a corner with giving yourself a bigger and bigger load like the 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 universe is totally playing with you at this stage. Oh, but you're totally. Mental yeah. state is like going, I can do more for less. This <laughs> <laughs> is the crazy logic. And, and, of course, what happened, surprise, yeah. surprise, I ended up with a bigger job, yeah. less money, more hours. It was an awesome job, though. I was managing oh. I was managing the employee investigations team for the Department of Justice. Oh. Courts, tribunals prisons, gaming and racing, going in and investigating everything you can imagine. So I actually, I'm quite an enthusiastic human. So I I was going to say, so you you had that curiosity already Mm. in you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Always, like always. I am, I've always been a bit kind of an excitable person. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Whenever I'm on, (laughs) whatever I'm on, I'm just like, I'm I'm like right in. I want to know everything. I Um, love that. Yeah. So that was, that was, that was a really interesting job, but there was a time that my little boy, he had a tummy issue and he was hurting, his tummy was hurting. And so I was taking him for an ultrasound and he wasn't cooperating. He wasn't weeing when he was supposed to, my littler daughter. So yeah, he wasn't, you know, all the things. Um, and my, my little girl was running around just causing a complete muck in the clinic. And the people saying, your daughter's taking over the clinic. And, and you know that all the wow. judgment, oh, my God, yes, I'm such a yeah. bad mum. I can't handle my kids and then I came out of there and I just went and burst into tears and I was thinking I haven't even got time to be here I need to be back at my office I need to be doing this I need to be helping my team and and then I just felt like this crazy almost like energetic slap across my face which was like what are you doing you brought these beautiful babies you longed to be a mama you've brought these beautiful babies here your boy makes me emotional your boy needs you right now and you don't even have time. Yeah. You don't have time for him because you've got to go and tick all the boxes and do all the things in this job. And that was like my, that was like my breakdown. (laughs) So, okay, Leisha, you got to sort this out. You have got your priorities up your ass, girl. Yeah. Seriously. And so that's when I got back on my, okay, I'm going to be really dedicated to my my meditation. I'm going to start to connect. I'd always been very interested in angels. Uh, mm-hmm. I was like, I really want to connect back with my angel. I need to come back to home. I need to come back to my soul. I've, I've lost my way. Yeah. I've just, I've really lost my way. And I know many people listening will know that point yeah. Yeah. in their life where it's either kind of an ex- even more extreme where people have, you know, 
disease diagnosis and all of those things that often are these huge wake-up calls. Yeah. Um, and so it was from then I started coming back and meditating, journaling, all of the things. And that's what led to I actually decided to resign from that job yeah. and to back myself and start my own legal HR business. Oh, wow. Yeah, and what's so no small feat because that is also a big <laughs> job to take on. But at least the freedom and independence around your time zone. Yeah, my time. That's right. And it's interesting because I feel like the universe sometimes it requires us to take that first leap and just to step out and hope that the the floor is going to come under you. And yes. it's, and it always does. This yeah. is a beautiful thing. It always yeah. it always is there, ready to support us. But we've got free will and we no one can come in and just make these and create these things for us. So I decided to do that and then I went to a shaking meditation class with one of my, my besties, a powerhouse, Jane Martino. She's the founder of Smiling Mind, one of my, oh, um, yes. one of my waitress girlfriends oh, um, no back way. from uni days. What, um, what, is, what is, can I just ask just for our listeners too, what is a shaking meditation? So, well, I had never been to one. Um, so they just put on music and you just shake. This was, uh, there's a guy called Ratu Bagus who's from Bali uh, and he does this shaking meditation. So they had a big picture of him up on the wall. Yeah. Um, and so they just put music on and you just just shaking. Wow. Yeah. Because we know that energetically dogs, you know, release their stress and animals release yeah. their stress through shaking. So it's around kind of moving things around your body. So I'm doing this shaking meditation and then suddenly my body starts doing all this movement on its own, which I'm not facilitating, initiating. And so just to give you an idea of it, like my body starts doing like this, right? And then it does one side and then it comes in and does the other side, right? And it just starts moving itself very systematically, right? And with you did you freak out slightly I remember I remember just kind of like opening I don't know if my eyes were closed or whatever I remember kind of like just peeking out and looking at other anyone else yeah I'm like are other people being weirdos like me like what's going on here um and I felt like things actually coming out of me I felt mm. like situations memories like just popping up like in my vision do do at my shoulder and all this stuff, just this purification yeah. that was happening. And I came home that night and I'd never been so exhausted. I literally like fell and just was just like, oh, my God, I don't know what happened there. But that was yeah. kind of nuts. Yeah. And that yeah. wasn't even nuts compared to what then happened. <laughs> yeah. So after, after this meditation and this thing happening with your body, what, what like, apart from thinking what the hell has just happened, mm. What else was happening? Did you feel, was it, I don't know, did you feel weird inside? Did you feel like someone else was, had taken, like, A little bit, yeah, yeah. I thought I'm not running this system here. Someone else is moving my body. Yeah. (laughs) But I didn't feel scared. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it felt like it was working, like there was, I could, you know, feel these things coming out. And then over the coming days, I had some weird things happen where um, I'd kind of be brought to a mirror and my face would start, my jaw would start like doing some weird, which 
You can imagine if you already think someone's taking over your body, this looks actually next yeah. level weird, really yeah. weird. Yeah. Right? It's like, ah, oh. okay, what what is happening here? Yeah. This is, but I still felt calm. Um, and, yeah, just over time it was, yeah, it was strange. But I was still in my notice period at this period and I was in the Department of Justice and my hands started flying around <laughs> at work, ladies. <laughs> just randomly. Not yes. Even- Yes. Well, so I'm at my desk and I'm in open plan now. And your fairies my, and everything. Yeah. <laughs> open plan office. Like, <laughs> and my arms were flying and I was like, oh, hang about. And then I had, I picked up this pen and I started writing oh. and it was my, it was my nan. Oh. My, my nan started writing to me about where she was now because she oh. passed. And she hadn't passed that long ago, actually, because it had was it. I was only at Justice for a year, and she'd actually passed when I was at Justice. So um, she was quite fresh <laughs> into yeah. passing over, and she started just so it was just automatic writing, and she was just coming through and saying she said there because we called her Lolly Nan, because oh. um, and she said there Get are lollies. <laughs> she said there are lollies here. She said oh. we've got. She said we've got lollies here. Oh. And she said, you know, all these things are going to happen for you and that it's good, trust it, but don't, she said, don't give up the law. You've worked really hard for that. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's really. law needs you too. I yes. Just know uh, that yeah. The space that you've been working mm. through, I think it's, in, it's intrinsic that you're there. Yeah. yeah you can feel oh, that's, that's so sweet, Amanda. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that's lovely. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she she started writing. So I guess when I look back, that actually was a bit of a channeling moment. Yeah. But because we channel, we're all channelers, right? Every single human, all of you, all your listeners are channelers, uh, because you know when you you feel that connection, you feel the intuition, uh, you hear something in your mind, and you want to move and dance and flow. And there's where we are satellites. We're just like oh, all wow. these. Every one of us is this yeah. channeler having just life force flowing through us. The yeah. question is how open we are to that and yeah. how much we will express that yeah. throughout throughout our human experience. So anyway, I'm doing a very long version of this where I'm getting oh, all, these, yeah. all these little pieces that sometimes I um I don't share or don't, you know, think to share. But that piece of my nan, I don't think I have actually shared. Um, really yeah, so beautiful. And so that was just very affirming that I knew that, okay, this is good because my my nan and I were very close yeah. and she actually had some gifts. She'd spoken to me that she had shut them down yeah. um, because it wasn't really the done yeah. thing or whatever. So, but we were very, very connected when she was in human form. Yeah. Um, we would off, I would always know when she was going to ring, you know, listener, you know that, that moment where you just yes. have that feeling, um, which is also uh, another example of how everything is connected. Yeah. Yeah. So, gentle way to start the journey of, of yeah, it's like today. that soft, that yeah. soft cushioning to say it's okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah safe space. Mm. So interesting because I've never actually made that connection. I've never actually thought, oh, well, that, of course, they brought my nan through to say it's okay. You, yeah. we, this is safe. 
Yeah, yeah. So, oh, that makes me emotional. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know they say that when when a being passes, that you know they they have people that they know and love very much waiting for them. You know, it's oh. like really them. It's just in their in their physical form. You know, yes. as planetary earthly form to make it easy and welcoming and safe. They feel safe in that moment. So I can yeah. imagine they do the yes. same. Yeah. 100% I love that and that is definitely true because I've had another experience talking with my higher self where my higher self had to go because my other nan had died at that time and and my higher self was like we've got the party starting like we're celebrating we're celebrating because joy's come oh, and so like you know wow. it was I know it's, it's so much there's so many love it love it love it love it amazing oh, we, <laughs> I know, no, we do, I do yeah. not want to stop anything or stop you from sharing anything. <laughs> yeah. But I know you were talking about, so there was another crazy experience that you had. Yes, so then it went next level. Yeah. How uh, what was the time period between that, the, um, uh, what do you call that, the writing, the um, journaling? No, automatic, automatic writing. Automatic writing, yeah, from your yeah. yeah. So I reckon, I'm not quite sure, and I did do a little video entry back. I went and bought like a video camera back then and actually I don't know where it is but I did like a little journal entry going okay this is just what's happened so that will have the timing better but it may have been kind of a couple of weeks I think maybe it was like shaky meditation then a couple of weeks and then the automatic writing and then maybe a couple of weeks after that yeah um so this was when I was back home and I was we were living in Camberwell and I had two little kids and I was just outside hanging out the washing and I probably had no shoes on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because um, Karina Machado, who's got a book called Spirit Sisters, uh, she write, wrote about a lot of people's spiritual experiences. And as I read that, I highlighted about four other women who had had spiritual awakenings, either folding washing or hanging out washing. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. So and I because I do so much. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Everyone, you're so close, right? Just one more fold. Just yes. one more. <laughs> and did you say you're in your high heels hanging out the wash? No, bare feet. Bare feet. feet. Okay. Bare feet. Yeah. yeah. So prayer feet. I had a heels hoist. Um, oh, yeah. hanging, hanging out the washing. A very kind of mundane thing but also probably quite a bit of a emptying of the mind maybe you know you're just yeah it's a bit meditative like I quite like hanging out watching and and then I had this like just this energy just this calm just wash over me and I feel like I just froze actually and because I do remember thinking if my husband sees me through the window I'm gonna look like yeah I'm just playing statues (laughs) with myself like (laughs) I stop laughing when I heard that on your video. It's like that is prime. The husband, I could visualize your husband going, "What the fuck?" What did you <laughs> I know because I don't even know how long I was like there, like a bit paralyzed or something. And then I had this voice talking to me, or trying to get on my channel, and it was clunky, trying wow. to get on and just saying, "I am, I am." I am, and it might have been like 30 times, like just trying to get, because they explained to me it's like radio stations, like we're all radio stations and they're tuning into my channel. Oh, so they're yeah. like trying to, he's trying to tune into my channel. And then finally says, I am Goenga. 
your Uh father spirit guide here to remind you what you are here to do on earth oh yeah just that little message yeah i know it's like no pressure and he said he's talking about teaching people the way like the way coming home and understanding the laws of energy and i don't know i can't remember what else he said uh at at that time but it was quite short it's like he kind of came in he got connection he said that and it was quite a different voice coming through my vocal cords which was also you actually saying this out loud? You were yes, yes. Out loud, yeah. Out mm-hmm. loud, using yeah, literally using my voice, um, yeah. talking to me. And at that time, I didn't have a narrative for it. I didn't, I didn't know what a channeler was. Uh, the only thing I'd seen was that Whoopi Goldberg movie where she was more, she was channeling, but she was channeling a past loved one, whereas this was an what's regarded as an ascended master who is not someone I've known in this human life, uh, but I have known in other lifetimes. Yeah, so after that, then other ones started flying in over the coming days. Whenever I was by myself, which is not always often because with little kids and stuff, uh, and they would just, yeah, would fly in and introduce themselves by name and and all very different, very different in the way they moved my body, very different in the voice, the intonation, like literally like you've got different personalities. Like if, if there's some any psychiatrists. <laughs> <laughs> a, new, a new definition of split personality. Yeah, multi-personality <laughs> disorder. And so and in that moment I did think, okay, one of two things is happening here this is actually happening and I have got uh, someone connecting on my channel who's not here in physical form or I have gone spontaneously batshit crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Please, please let it not be that fun. (laughs) And how crazy would it be because, like, depending on what your environment is, what your decision would have been around that place, like you, mm. you know, like mm. whether you opened up into it more, or whether that got yeah fully judgmental and shut down and fear coming in. And that's what I was going to ask too. Just mm. Side, mm. a side question: How is hubby around me? Is his hubby mm. open? Is he? He's feeling that he must be a bit special. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. So my husband. Was a Jehovah's Witness. Oh, bless. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Right. I love how your religions mix from the Franciscan monks to yeah. the. the- <laughs> Correct. And so, and he, he wasn't at the time that we met. He'd just come out, basically, yeah. of, of that religion. Uh, but there, how, what did you say? How's the synchronicity there? Him coming out of that quite an intense. Yeah. And you also coming into this spiritual. Well, no, he came out of that when sorry, when I first met him. So I was I met him, I was 23, he was 28. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we met, it's pretty cool love. We met in a bar. I saw him. Yeah. And I was I, I was like, oh my God. Uh, and then I came back two nights later and he was there again. Oh. <laughs> Hopefully not consistently over that 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> he hadn't left. <laughs> I never thought of that. Um, that's so funny. But like yeah. I'm gonna stay until she comes back. Yeah. 
he didn't see me the first time. I was going to ask, did he see you? Did he, he didn't you? see me, but I noticed him. And, and I didn't normally, like I was not attracted to someone unless I spoke to them. Yeah. But this was different. Like I saw him and then the second time I was like a magnet. Yeah. Like I just... I didn't even have a choice. Beautiful. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so that that very quickly um blossomed. Correct. Um yeah, so he he is has been very wary through Jehovah's Witness of this kind of stuff because this is playing with the devil. Yeah. Right? Which and you, yeah, all of those things. So yeah, he I didn't tell him. Yeah. I oh, didn't. Well, that's other part of you. I didn't tell him about the channeling. I didn't. I just thought he's not. He's not going to understand this. Yeah. Um. So it took me. I don't know when, how long it took me to tell him. I mean, I only told about six people for six years. Wow. Uh, you know, look when you think about it. Just when you like the magnitude of what you do mm. and how powerful it is. Like we know that. We understand that. To, be, to hide that from from family and close close you yeah. know close, that's mm. quite a big yeah big energy to hold in a small you know in a in a, in a, in a one vessel isn't it one, yeah one container mm. of expression and I also mm. I know that you said which was I actually cried when you said it I thought mm. it was so it really it really touched me when you said I just knew because it was the truth I just my body everything mm. told me oh, yeah. and I was like yeah. oh. Like, yeah. that is so beautiful. Yeah, I did. I just, and because people say, were you scared? Or And I said, I just, it was, what he said, it, it was true. I yeah. just knew, I just knew this is, yeah, this is the truth. Mm. And that I, I signed up for it. Yeah, which is even yeah. more beautiful. Yeah. So part of you, and I love the feeling of the attraction you have for your, your husband yeah like, <laughs> I think you said like a magnet the way you describe that it's, mm. I guess you know we have relationships that come and go and things but when you feel mm. that connection and especially the, the 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 being that you are and the energies that are working with you yeah. and of you mm. uh, to feel that there must definitely be like and I, looking back I guess that feeling of like it's meant to be for him to open up into this space in some way mm. even though he travels in his path and in his truth yeah. to be exposed yeah <laughs> yeah it's very interesting and we yeah I know we've had many lifetimes together uh, I'd put a call out for him even oh. though I was actually in a relationship when I met him <laughs> five, five years um but I wasn't happy in that relationship and I it was the millennium of New Year's Eve and I looked out at the ocean and I just said I just want someone who I understand and who understands me and then I met Mark five weeks later and he said I just want to understand you (laughs) I was like okay I'm done I'm got this is like and he was it was crazy it was he was saying I just need to meet your family confirm who I think you are like this was within, you know, 40 hours of yeah. us meeting each other. It was just um, Yeah, it was. And, and it hasn't been easy. Like oh. we've had, we're, yeah, and we're, we're 23 years. Um, I actually left him last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we have had a period of separation and, yeah. and yeah, it's, we're still, we're still, you know, working where, where things are going to be, but it's, um, it's a big, big journey. 
Además, I think there's something really big happening, like obviously individually for each mm. of us, but also on a collective basis, because we've had a couple of mm. guests on and they've described a similar experience where last year a very close or dynamic relationship or, you know, a, a relationship that they've had for a long time that is very much in their heart, ne you know, needed to crack open so that yeah. it continue to evolve and grow in the way that it possibly can. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I, you know, that, so it's something that is important to honour when you feel that calling, you know, even though the mm -hmm. love is there, but there's conflict to just move into an open space. Yeah, and that is that's that trusting because mm -hmm. when you're really listening on the inside, mm -hmm. often the messages are inconvenient for your external world and your external yeah. life. Yeah, like not what, uh, what, but I love this man. We've got four yeah. children together, and that's so expensive. No yes. way. <laughs> how can how can we how can how can I? But when I it was so clear to me. Yeah, that 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 was what I had to do. Yeah. I was going to ask that question because do Beautiful. you? This is a probably a person, a very personal question too. But do you feel more certain in you since you've been channeling? Like, is there is there almost like a clunk in you that just goes, "This is where I'm at. Mm. I just have to stay true to this," and a feeling of just certainty mm. and truth within you that nothing externally can touch that anymore. It really is. It yeah. really. It really. It is, and a lot, and there are decisions that I've been making that are not making sense yeah. to other people around me. Like I've literally just, I went, I ran a silent meditation um, retreat last November, and in the retreat, in that meditation, I had a vision of seeing a house, a, like a double-story house, surrounded by trees, and I heard the hills are alive with the sound of music. So oh. I've always been in this city. I've been Glen Iris, Camberwell, grew up in East Malvern, like there. Um, I came back from that retreat and the next day I looked online, houses in the hills. <laughs> I went and saw a house the next day and I, <laughs> and I bought it. Yeah, unreal. Oh, amazing. Well, this is what this is what I this is exactly what I love about hearing you talk is just the certainty. And I know that you know, we're girl awakening. We're and it's not just girl awakening, it's boy awakening, it's everyone freaking yes. awakening, right? Yeah, yes. and it's like it's not it's not an easy path. And sometimes oh. you know, you're gonna get told something. And I keep saying to Amanda, I just want I want to ask the channel, am I on the right path? If there's something I need to do. And and then I think, but Joe, I get Joe, are you ready to hear that? Because yeah, exactly. you know, yeah. It's like we wanna hear this this stuff. Um, but do we really want to hear it? And I'm like, mm. I've been saying to myself, and this is a personal thing too lately, I'm ready. I'm ready. Mm. To, I've spent the last 20 years mm. unpacking and I'm ready mm. now to, to do what I need to do. Yeah. And I, yeah. that's what I sense from you. It's like mm. there's so much certainty I can feel in you. You know, mm. it's like you're you're now on your um you're doing what you came here to do as a being. You're in the engine room of the train. and Yeah. Whoever wants to be in the carriages can be in the carriages, but there's no. And that's the know, reality of the awakening mm. process. For women that are listening, mm. it's not at all, you know, fun games, fucking fairies, and all that. It's like. No, you've got to get in. <laughs> you've got to get in. You've got to get deep. You've got to get messy. And often I would say, God, I wish I was asleep. I wish I could just like. Yeah, close the door. Oh, yeah. And I wish I could just, you know, sit and watch Netflix every night and just, you know, not feel. Yeah. 
the feel everything (laughs) everything right the intensity of what is actually going on and that's the other thing I would actually say to your listeners who are on the awakening so prior to my awakening I was very I spoke about the good girl diplomatic go to harmony say all the right things be friends with everyone condition 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 right and so actually this has been a tricky spot for my my husband because he had a very amenable wife. He had a wife who just worked around, placated, yes, yes, happy, happy, everything's good, right? And now he's got a wife who feels her emotions. <laughs> oh, and, oh, this is like who the fuck is this? Right? This is not who I married. Yeah. <laughs> Because wow. that, that is more integrated now. So I've oh, the parts of ourselves that we sometimes deny and push down yeah. because they're not palatable to other people because we've been conditioned to make everyone else feel good yeah. at our own expense. Mm, yeah. At our own expense. And so I will no longer do that. Mm-hmm. And I know the energetic consequence when I do that. So everything is just much more clean and the laws of energy don't lie. So I cannot, I can no longer kid myself. I can no longer fool myself. And so I feel it. I share it. I say it. Yeah. And so I feel like anyone who knew me kind of for my first 30s, well, say my, the washing line, I was 36. Yeah. But it even wasn't, it wasn't even, I feel like it's really only even really in the last three years. Yeah that I'm much more clearer on this. So I feel like anyone who's known me pre-42, yeah. you don't know me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was my constructed personality. Yeah. It's it, almost it, like, it in. Yeah. yeah, I think it's almost like we go along with life and even on the awakening journey like this, like mm. just what, what's right in front of us, and we forget that there's a whole other world going on around us. But we don't want to look at that world because we're just looking mm. at this world and, oh, it's great and everything's happening. But there's so many, it's almost like I picture it as the universe has so many eyes on us now mm-hmm. that we have to be aware of the full, mm. the full 360, yeah, yeah. The 360, the 360 yeah. aspect mm. of who we are and, and where we're playing. Yes, I and playing, I just want to talk about playing because that, is the key message. Hearing this. This is the key message that my guides always bring through. Everyone, they're like, calm down. Yeah. (laughs) Just relax. Chill out. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. Have fun. You've come for human experience. (laughs) You've come to experience all the things. And, like, when they come into my body, one particular guide, she loves my fingers. Oh. So she's always like, Oh, <laughs> fingers. Oh, so fun. Like she loves to sit down in a chair like, oh. Oh, wow. You know, because we just take for granted yeah. this human experience. So they're always just bringing back to present of just every little moment, every little decision, every little hug, every little, like this morning, my little eight-year-old daughter, she was so sleepy and she's got these big, gorgeous cheeks, right? And she was just sitting in my bed and I was just like going like this with her cheeks and she looked so adorable. Uh And 
she was just loving it and I'm just like going like this with her cheeks and it's yeah. it's it's this like these That's little sweet. precious yeah. moments that we have with yes. each other yet the trap we can get to into with this uh, spiritual journey and seeking mm. is that we miss the point because we've got eons for spiritual journey we've yeah, got yeah. eons to live in spiritual bliss mm. and all of that stuff but we chose to come here into this particular time space dimension where there is whole polarity there's duality there's challenge obstacles sickness suffering all of the stuff and yeah. for our from our soul's experience of things joy and ecstatic experiences are just as important as being right in the drudge and right in the trenches and experiencing all of the things on the spectrum that we've been taught are things that you don't want to go through you don't want to experience whereas your soul's like oh wow oh, this is so fascinating look at this and we're going through this and look at the emotion and response we're having here and oh wow you're right in that. Oh, yeah. You know, you're feeling that emotion. You're feeling pissed off. Oh, wow. How cool wow. is that? I love it. Yeah. It's funny yeah. because Esther yeah. Hicks, this is, I heard this like 20 years ago. I was listening yeah. to Esther Hicks and she was channeling and Abraham and the question was, what do you miss most about life or being on the planet? Ah. And they said contrast. Mm. Yes. The contrast. Mm. It's like. Correct. We're here and you think that we're in a better place? We're not. Mm. We're over here. Mm. Yes, we feel love and we feel light, but we yes. have the contrast that you have on planet Earth. Yes. Experience it all. You know. Yes. All. Yes. Exactly what you were saying. Yeah. All of it. I just yeah. yeah just dive right in. Like yeah. just the whole who and you know what and diving in is going to be painful sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So, but when you have that sense what you spoke about before joe where you've got that sense and deep trust and deep knowing that we are safe yeah nothing can harm us yeah. nothing can harm us here nothing in our ultimate essence yes. can be harmed we came here for an experience of this realm yeah and my guide recently um one of my guides did a channeling where she spoke about like so many humans being at the end of their life and it's only in those moments that they realize yeah. oh mm. oh gosh and then she said they say in their mind oopsie daisy <laughs> oh oopsie daisy i oh, came and oh, oopsie daisy i missed the point yeah. like i came and i got so caught up in this system of yeah. what we think we're supposed to be doing and you know we've got to work so hard and do all these things Yet so few people are living, are yeah. following their hearts, are the desires, the things that you want to express and experience, yeah. and people are holding themselves back because of all the sensible reasons. Yeah. And they're just like, risk it all, go for it. Just, yeah. 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 Have fun. Um, I feel like you're talking to me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, me, uh, uh, there's, both a, of us. Yeah, there's a, a, a friend gave me years ago a, um, a poem written, I think she was called Daisy. I'm not sure. 96 year old Daisy, when she was passing, oh, what she um, would change about her life. And literally everything you're saying was, <laughs> I wish I'd walked 
barefoot on the grass more. I wish mm. I'd eat more ice cream. I wish I'd yes. the ocean on the days when it was cold and, you know, mm. all these things that just are so oh, immersive and, you know, experiential and yes. being free around having fun. Yes. Yeah. And ice cream, my guides talk about ice cream a lot. <laughs> they actually use the analogy like they've they've mm-hmm. spoken about you know, as humans, you're just taking so much for granted. Even when you go and you order an ice cream, you know, you might just go, oh, yeah, I'll have that one. It's like, and they speak about like, come in and just take everything in in the moment and then just look at every single flavour and just imagine, oh, what would that taste like? Oh, what would that taste? And then, you know, when you make your choice and they hand over, you watch them scoop it up. Oh, Oh, the anticipation. (laughs) (laughs) And then they, you know, you you finally get your choice and then just be with your ice cream. Wow. Oh, every moment, every mouthful, just love it. Wow. <laughs> I'm so hearing you. We're going to go to the gelati yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm so hearing you. And it's so, so beautiful. Mm. You've just said it so perfectly and I hope that it sinks into our listeners, you know, to basically the... The gist of the story is to live life to the fullest. Get off the wheel. Yeah. Mm. I want to. I want to go mm. back because we've literally gone. Yes. Up. It was absolutely the perfect track to go off because yes. it's been amazing. But um, back to the clothesline. So you've had you've had this experience mm. where yes. you know, your arms, your, your hubby's looking out, thinking, "What the hell is going on?" Because <laughs> <laughs> also with the shaking meditation I got from that, like it was like a decoding, wasn't it? So that the you know preparing your body mm. for that, as you say, that channel. Exactly. And I didn't know that at the time. Um, And later they told me that there was, it was a purification. And there were some times where I was in the shower and I don't know if you've seen the green mile. Yes. Yes. I was in the shower and my hand was moving, right. And they brought me right down. This is kind of weird, but they brought me kind of right down to my knees on the shower over the vent, like whatever you call it, the drain thing. Oh, Um, And was like, like like oh, yeah. all this stuff coming out because they had to tune my channel, like get my yes. my, ener- my energy on the right frequency to be able to. So that was prior to the actual channeling happening. But I was still, even though I trusted, I, my lawyer hat never left me. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was always looking for the evidence yeah I was always wanting to just and I that's I went and got a video camera and I videoed all these different beings coming through me because I thought I need to show myself yeah this is not me yeah Uh, but there were a couple of other things which was my pelvis issues um I went to the Cairo around this time and my chiropractor said I don't know what you're doing but I'm working on a different body Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Energetically-wise, you'd be vibrating completely. Yeah. Your structure, your structure. Yeah, like, yeah, so there's pelvis problems mm-hmm. um, were sorting themselves out. And the yeah. other, the other, there were two other pieces of evidence. One was that suddenly I could start to sing in tune. Oh. So my voice, they've changed my voice because some of the, some of the angels. <laughs> 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 Some of the angels sing, and I oh. I didn't I didn't even make it into like the chorus at um at high school. <laughs> and that was sing. so beautiful. So that was like a change that I couldn't deny. And the last thing, which was the final, like, okay, leash, you can yeah. stop. You can call off the investigation. Yeah. Um, 
the, fi- the final piece was one of these guides came through and I remember where I was standing, it was the front of our old house and there was a big full-length mirror because I would often channel looking at myself because I was also quite fascinated, right, as I'm watching my own body do different things. Mm. And this energy came through speaking an entirely different language. Mm. And so at the time I remember kind of thinking, whoa, this is a bit much and I'm watching this white Australian woman speak a language that I didn't understand. Wow. But- but kind of like I understood the gist of it. You know, when you're talking to someone and they speak another language, but they're using. No, yes. Yeah. yeah. So I was like kind of on the heart and this and that. Um, and then that energy kind of came out of my body and it was quite strong. And I almost fell over. I remember. And I remember saying, hey, everyone, I'm not sure I'm ready for this. This is like a little bit too much, like slow things down. Um, and then another guide a Roomba who's does a lot of channeled breath work through me he's like a big masculine warrior energy guide he said to me that language was Minahassan and I was thinking okay that doesn't mean anything to me but I what do I do when we don't know where it is we go to Google so I went to Google I thought there's not going to be anything that says what Minahassan is and this is the moment where I was like okay so Minahassan ladies is an ancient dialect of Manado which is at the tip of Sulawesi an island in Indonesia my dad's dad is from Manado oh far out (laughs) yeah like you can't make that I can't make that yeah and I didn't have a lot to do with him so I'd, I'd never, certainly never, I'd probably seen him maybe six times or something. I'd never spoken about what's the ancient dialect, what's the ancient language in Monado, you know. Yes. So, yeah, so this ancient kind of ancestral language coming through me of something I'd never heard of before. It's like, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. And yeah. very much that whole, even still now, that part of the world is very culturally um connected to its you know roots, roots and yeah cultures are very strong there mm. and it just out wow that would have that's so wild been quite so a wild. moment to kind of go okay like you said switch off the investigation let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's go <laughs> yeah yeah okay this is uh Trust. yeah this is the real job yeah do you so, think that was something they needed to do to help you to do that with the dialect as, as in you trusting so that you could mm. go fully or do you think it was just really part of the process of what they wanted to share with you I think it was probably a bit of both actually I think it was like the my understanding of when the language comes through it's like a light code uh language it speaks directly to our energetic body or to and to our essence as opposed to the mental structure so it's very much like a a frequency medicine so I think that may have also played a part but also looking back they probably knew I'm curious and I would go and do my little I think and this is the thing everyone we all have our spirit teams and I think our spirit teams just have so much fun with us where they say they drop little pieces where they then when we find the connections like recently I got called to go to India and there was all these things and there was this thing with Tulsi Tulsi I didn't know what Tulsi was and then I looked the next day and I was at a retreat and it said Tulsi, organic India tea. And I'd already had a conversation about 
this India thing and it's like okay I'm going to India and then when I arrived there they were giving these offerings and they're saying oh here's Tulsi and then the woman who I went with she was already there and she messaged me at the airport saying uh can you just pick up one thing for me at the airport and she sends me a photo, Tulsi, organic India tea. I've and actually seen it. It's so funny you say that. <laughs> I literally went camping on the weekend. It's come out a lot around us. And the it. girl said yeah. to me, the, yeah. who I was with, a good friend, would She's you like <laughs> chai dandelion tea? And I go, I'd love it. And I look at it and it's Tulsi, T-U-L-S-I, tea. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. But, oh, my yes. God, it's so But wild. out of everything that she can ask me to bring, it's yes, the exact, exact picture of the same tea bag that she had no idea that I'd been on retreat oh. and that was my message that I was coming to India it's like and they're just having fun they're like yeah. oh we'll just drop that and look at that and blah, blah, blah. yeah, yeah. They're, now, they're having fun just, they, yeah beautiful yeah talked about before how you know when you get on the journey and you know like you guys say to you you need to buy this house or you need to go here you need to do that mm. um like are they actually physically, are they saying that to no, you? No, no. So what? So that's the thing. There's this, they've got to dance very carefully yeah. because we've got free will. So they can't actually tell us anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they, if they're acting within their own boundaries, yes. Um, of, then they can't really tell. So they can, you know, like I got the vision of, of a house around trees. I yes. heard the hills are alive with the sound of music. Yes. I look up a house, I come and I sense and I feel. Yeah. But I don't get told, do this, do that. I've still got to then trust yes. and make yes. make the make the call. Yeah. 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 So, the reason why I ask is because I know that I I've been asking a lot more now, like more than mm. ever, because I feel like I'm really getting supported. But I mm. always say I give you permission. So mm. when you say that, is it is that are you just giving permission to be supported and guided or is it, mm. are you giving permission, are you giving your free will away when you say I give you permission? We can't give our free will away. Free will away. okay. We yeah. can't. So that's like built into this this system here. We cannot give our free will away yeah. and that's my understanding. But certainly our free will requires us to ask to connect with with if you want connection listeners if you want more connection with your guides with your angels they can't just swoop in and necessarily give us the little the little things the little like, sprinkles yep. the little breadcrumbs so yeah we need to be regularly asking yeah. and and I'm just doing this all the time so like if if mm. it's whatever work I'm like before I do my mediation this afternoon I'll be I'll be saying, okay, spirit team, work through me. Please let me help these two humans. They've been having pain. They've been having difficulty in the situation. So please guide me. Please help me to support them in the best way possible. And so just always just using our intention uh, together with calling, calling our team in uh, to support us and to listening. I think most most of us, me included, we're just all so distracted yeah. with all of the outside world, the external stuff, and it's only getting busier and busier and busier. So it does require quite a lot of discipline to really carve out time for just deep rest and deeps mm-hmm. and silence and taking the time so that blocking everything else out is when we can actually hear 
And when people do that, the answers come very quickly. Yeah. Really, like even um, the decisions that you're trying to make or the things, like if I actually looked you deep in the eyes and said, hey, Joe, do you know, do you know, do you actually know what to do with this on this, whatever it is? Like we know. Yeah. It's what you said earlier. Yeah. But do we want to know? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's yes. obvious inconvenient. Yeah. And that's the, I've, I've experienced a similar thing with the theta healing. Is, that's been my experience where they simply ask you the question, but in that space. Mm. Uh, 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 and you find yourself saying the answer, but mm. it's, it's always really different to what you've been telling yourself. <laughs> yeah, because the head, right, the head has all the thousands of things and the logic, but if we just drop into the heart space... And the gut, the guts and the heart, yeah. very quickly we will get the answer. But equally, my guides are like, yeah, but also can you just remind everyone that there's no right answer? There's yeah. no, there's no right way. So, and often they'll say, if you choose that, fantastic. You'll have this set of experiences. Yes. And that will be great and that will be interesting. Oh, and if you choose this, then there'll be that set of experiences yeah. and you'll have this or you have that. Like you came for experience. Yeah. You yeah. came for growing and experiencing and being like, depending on what language people use, like I feel like we're all here being the hands and eyes of God. Yeah. Um, source, whatever you want to call it. Like we're just getting to play human in yeah. all these different versions of ourselves. And there's only one big energy playing here, really. Yeah. Yeah, that's so beautiful. And I just want to go just um, for us and our listeners as well, um, you talk about our team. So, mm. you know, who are they? And, and, you know, I know there's a higher self and we've got angels and guides. And, like how yeah. many do we have and and who are they? Mm. So this can be many and varied. Uh, I can only share what I know, but other people might have different experience. So... <laughs> For me, I understand that we all have a guardian angel who is one being who's dedicated from the first breath, even prior to, like assisting us to make decisions around our incarnation and until our very last breath on earth that helps usher us in and and usher us out and helps and is assigned to us. And I always like to just stop with that and to remind us, okay, so many humans just feel like they're not worthy and um, they're not good enough and all of these things. And I just want to just say, how can that be true if you have an entire being, an angelic being that is dedicated to just you from your first breath to your last breath? Yeah. How important you must be. Yeah. How important this experience must be that our creator has dedicated an entire angelic being to be with you the whole journey. So beautiful. So beautiful. And, And then we have other guides. So you might have guides that come in for certain periods of our life and then go, or you might have guides that work in different spaces. So I can just share, for example, to give you a sense of, for me and some people might have three guides some people might have two some people might have 20 at any one time um so I have my father spirit guide I have a mother spirit guide uh I have uh my warrior masculine warrior who does channeled breath work through me 
Um, I have Amaya, who's that's a Roomba. I have Amaya, who is a healing guide who does energetic frequency healing through me uh, using mesidinal tones. So she, my my mouth is like they use my voice as like an instrument to bring through different resonances to help people with their energetic system and energetic field. She only started working with me about three years ago. Um, yeah, there was a friend who was having a health issue and someone said, do you think you could help in their family? And I said, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I'd been resistant to working one-on-one um, and I just wasn't sure about it. And I'd been in Bali a little bit earlier and I sat with a healer and she looked at me and she said, you're an energy healer, but are you doing the work? Um, he looks me in the eyes but but are you doing the work I was like "Ah." Um, so that's so I just said well I don't know I'll try and help and so then I did a session on eat remember in that family and then that's Amaya just flew in and took over over. like I'm thinking I'll just do some Reiki yeah um and she just she came in and and so there's her um I have some guides that also work with her that bring a lot of light codes. Um, my Minahasan ancestral uh, guide. I have another one who helps me with communication, or um, more like in my in my working uh, my working life. I have another one, Oriella, who's hilarious, who is an angel who sings and is very sassy yeah. um, and very fun. Um, and then I've got my guard my guardian angel. I hope I'm not missing anyone in the team there. <laughs> I think there's about eight that work um, mainly yeah. with me. But then I've I've had some that just come in for one message. Like I had this one that sounded like an American motivational speaker who's like come through a couple of times and then, um, and, yeah, so I've had a, probably an, an, I don't know, maybe about another ten that have just come in and just like almost done a cameo where they just come and just give one one message at that at that time. So I believe that everyone has a team, yeah, uh, and that we are fully uh, fully supported in this in this journey. And that it's it's a serious business in that we came here to experience and have serious lessons, but it's also to be light and to be fun and to be playful oh, <laughs> absolutely and I guess hearing you with that like with their support team like you've got like your core peeps mm. that way but then yeah. cameo roles or perhaps you know that continued process of expansion and evolving mm. and mm. perhaps what else is still to come like just a little foot in yeah the you know you get that sense of like oh you know there's um a dynamic relationship there even though there's mm. a little constancy as well with your core group that's beautiful. Yeah. It's to be so supported, and uh, you know, they, when people say you're never alone, like that, adds, yeah, oh, never, never, and they say that they say that exact thing quite regularly. Yeah. They just say you're never alone, and we yeah. love you. We love you so much. Yeah. It's so beautiful, and yeah. I and I say to, and we have this conversation a lot. <laughs> I don't think people have actually even felt the true essence of love, like that true mm. essence of being loved. You know, or, and can we even mm. receive receive that mm. that level of love that they're talking about? You know, it's um, I don't think yeah. it's felt. Yeah, yeah, because it's it is completely unconditional. Yeah, mm. there is, and that's very hard, if not 
impossible to receive in this realm. Yeah, absolutely. That that and they say that they say you know what you think is love here is like doesn't even come. No, I can feel that. I think mm. I've had moments where I've felt not not felt that essence of love, but uh, uh, let's just say understood, not necessarily felt, but mm. understood that we haven't yeah. come close to no. feeling that that level of love bliss bliss yeah 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 um just on the channeling side of things so when you do channel um you know who's coming through okay so this is something for your listeners actually because some of you will be channeling or will be experiencing the starts of channeling because we're having this like mass (laughs) consciousness awakening we should talk about that too okay (laughs) so which which is basically bringing a lot of people's Mm. gifts online yes so now it's like (laughs) i had this vision recently of um we can all come out now. Everyone, yeah. they, it's, it's, <laughs> um, everyone, I saw this vision of everyone kind of, and even in organisations, right, because there are all these people in organisations who also have these uh, other oh. interests, right, yes. and just this idea that it's now we're moving into this time where everyone can kind of take their disguises off and oh, wow. come out from playing hide-and-seek. Like I feel like many of us have been playing hide-and-seek, worried what people are going to, going to think but it's becoming just so and so so much more mainstream now because when I was first channeling the reason I didn't want to tell people is because I thought everyone was going to think I was a freak um because it was it was out there whereas now it is channels are just turning tuning on like whoa okay your channel's on now your channel's on now your channel's on now and even if it's not as overt as mine uh I, I I'm sure everyone listening to this will feel that the synchronicities are increasing. Yeah. Oh, everything absolutely. you're talking about now, actually, I can, we can, we're feeling an hour. It's like you're switching on. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about it with the, the podcast, how it's an activation for our guests, for our listeners, mm-hmm. but also for ourselves. Yeah. Place, which we just feel so honoured to be yeah. out. Mm-hmm. It's like coming in for a session each yeah. Wednesday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who's going to take it through a session today? Yeah. You always oh. feel like an, another version of yourself, you know, each time you mm-hmm. sit with people that are so expansive and mm. um sitting in their truth and sharing it it activates something in in all of us yeah mm. yeah well that's what's happening because we've all got it already within us we've all got the divine the christ consciousness whatever language we want to use within us mm. the kingdom of heaven of if you i'm not yeah. religious but that concept and it's now just correct this this activation this lighting up this building that's happening uh across across our planet which is um just so it's so exciting oh yeah. so exciting because there's been a couple of memes and uh, things around around you know like the simpsons how they project prophesized mm. things that are going to be having or foreseen things and you're just really making me aware of it's like we're still so limited with our interpretation around this space because there's this one particular um meme around the episode where Homer Simpson runs down the steps and pulls these masks off the Kennedys who are running for presidency. Um, and, but, you and, know, they're and they're reptilian. <laughs> but, but the, the thing is, like, you know, when you and also on the whole, like, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, the conspiracy theories. If you want, to, for want a better word, light and all uh, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. The, the the language lately has been around, you know, 
there's um, the, there's people placed everywhere. Literally, the words that you said in these high places and low places and medium mm -hmm. places all around the planet, mm -hmm. and they're going to step forward soon, and they're going to take control. And but when you, and there's different ways you can translate that aspect, whether it's fear or love or for better of humankind or, or etc. Mm -hmm. And this is what the underlying current is is of hope that it will be for the better of humankind. But listening to those words that you just shared with us the mass consciousness awakening and there's people in all these different places. It is so, isn't it? This, it is so that we are ready for this. Yes, we are. Yeah, we're ready because the disconnection is just tipping too far yes. uh, and we've lost our connection with nature. Mm. And so that's what Mother Earth is yearning and calling, is yeah. calling us home and calling us back and so more and more people are finding themselves oh I'm actually wanting to reconnect with nature I'm wanting to slow down the speed of life is too much uh, and so there's going to be a lot many many more people we've and that's even with everything that you you know what's happened we've just gone through all this um hoo-ha yeah uh, and my guide said there's so much uh, attention that's being given on your realm about numbers right it was like COVID oh. numbers vaccine numbers all these things and they said to me if only you could see the numbers of people awakening yeah oh. we, we knew that we I, I yeah. felt that that whole thing was for that reason to mm. wake people up mm. it wasn't about the negative side of it mm. if you wanted to get caught up in that you could but I I I there was a massive shift I mean I myself went through a massive shift. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, because it requires like for the Mother Earth to shift her frequency and for us to continue to experience and enjoy our time here, it's, it is requiring a purging, yeah. a, a reckoning uh, energetically. And so what that is looking like is that pretty much every human you know yeah. is experiencing challenge upon challenge upon challenge right now. Yeah. It's just like and what we may be used to experience in a few years is like a few months. Yeah. One thing we just find, I'm finding, it's like one thing where it's just, you just come up for air. Okay, whoa, just got through that. And then it's like, here comes the next wave, right? Yeah. Next wave, the next wave. So we're just like on this extreme sport level of clearing stuff right now. And yeah, do you know why that is? Is it, is it because more light is coming into the planet? Is it, is that that's why? yeah my understanding is that well I, I just ran a retreat on the weekend and Goenga was talking about he was being very funny but he is saying that we're he's like planet earth you're in the emergency department <laughs> he said you're in the emergency department mm -hmm. uh but please know you have the best surgeons you have the best team you have like we are on this yeah this it's like all held it's all supported it's all going to be absolutely fine but just kind of like hold on a little bit yes. um, for the ride but know that you're safe and I think that people are starting to realize that we everything that we think everything that we create energetically has to be expressed somewhere here in the planet and so if we truly want to assist our humankind and the experience here then what that requires is a lot of discipline around the, our minds and not grabbing on to the fear and not 
getting all worked up in all of the different things that, that we could get all concerned about because the more we do that, all that does is vomit more of that out into our energetic realm that then has to be expressed somewhere else. Yeah. So it's around that that purification um, of the energy here to assist uh, what the planet is is seeking to do right now for us. Mm. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah, it's really interesting and beautiful because I know that they can say everything's perfect and um, <laughs> we have the best surgeons and we have the best. <laughs> um, but there's, you know, it, it could mean, I don't know, like we look at the fires in Maui and all this mm. weird stuff happening mm. Um, mm. And, you, and you go, why? Why is mm. that happening? And there's a lot of conspiracy around that and is there another mm. agenda or, you know, is that the balance is and what's going to happen next? How do we balance that out? It's like mm. it's, it's very interesting the, the times we're living in and, and what's true mm. and what's not true. And even yes. what you're saying about the numbers, the numbers yeah. is the way of... Uh, intimidating people into making a fear-based choice isn't it or like everybody's over mm. there so I should go over there as well because that's the greater mm. and that's why this has been and just even with what you said joe like and the balance and amanda about the numbers it's like everything comes back to running everything through your own filter yeah running everything through your own sense of okay before i say do anything before I believe anything that anyone says, because no one, no other external voice can truly tell us how to do any kind of experience for you because you came for your own incarnation. And so just bringing everything through your own centre, your own channel, does this feel good for me? Is this the way for me? And making sure that we're making those decisions. And again, you know, people have controversial decisions around all choices that people made in the last couple of years, but everyone's here for a different curriculum. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so, what choice one person made might be maybe maybe perfect yeah. for them for their experiences, whatever, and another made perfect for them. Mm. Um, but yeah, just to be very conscious of when we are. Actually out of a, when we are acting out of fear then we're caught we're caught in that matrix and we're not really truly living freely here it's really interesting because there's a there's a battle it's a um for me personally but I'm sure there's listeners that are feeling the same there's a battle around at the moment where I feel like I'm you know I'm hearing a lot of external noise about what's happening yeah. Even right here on the Gold Coast, there's things that are happening mm-hmm. and I'm getting told all this external stuff. But I keep getting, I keep getting say, told, mm-hmm. stay in your own lane, Joe. just mm-hmm. stay, yeah. yes. go within, go within. And then I'm like, but is that being selfish? Should I be more aware? Should I be putting my attention on that? No, no. Mm-hmm. You're going through your own thing, stick with that and it'll be okay. And that's what yes. I keep getting. Like, and I'm getting, you know, people sending me messages about this and this and this and mm. go on and protest this. And I'm like, I don't yes. want to. You know, there's a part yeah. that goes, I, it's not that I don't care, but I, I'm getting told, no, stay stay with you, stay in your yes. own life. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And I I can totally relate to that because I can get very excited about things and I'm like, oh, and um and justice is like a big piece for me. Yes, right? obviously. Yes. Yeah. So I understand that. And I I want to go, oh, I want to do that cause and I get the same. It's like, hey, just mm. 
pull back. So, yeah, just focus just on just this. And even like I've been, I went to India and actually my 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 message from that was actually pull back more. Like I was doing a lot. I was giving a lot. I was doing all this stuff, trying to share messages all the time, doing all this stuff. And then my, the message I got in India was come home. Yeah. Actually come home to your family more. Um, and so I've actually come back and I've pulled back a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, yeah, I mean, I was always mumming more, a lot anyway, but just, yeah, not trying to, I had a whole, I had a whole year of events. I was going to do all this. I'd booked the venues, everything. And I came back from India and I was like, I'm not no. doing, any, I'm not doing any of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, that's like what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I've been on a similar journey, um, with, with my family as well and myself. It's kind of like a solidifying again, isn't it? Even though it's getting a lighter and more higher frequency, like on as in it is, as in I am, you are, we are. Yeah. It's like a solidifying of the channel, like a, or even though it's almost like what happened in preparation for when your guide started coming through. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. preparing mm-hmm. for that next level of frequency or next level of transmission mm-hmm. by coming in. That's kind of what I'm feeling when I'm. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And I think the big a big piece of it is going to be community. Uh yeah. is is us coming back to ultimately things are gonna look very different here. Coming back more to village, more to people living in more collective ways. Um and yeah, caring and tending for each other in those ways. Yeah, I can feel that. Yeah. Mm. That's oh. really amazing and beautiful. I'm even like, where are where are we going and where should we go? What is next for you? Like, what are you? Mm. Yeah. But, yeah. It's a good question. Um, at the moment, I feel like I am being pulled even more out. Like, I've already been pulled out of the city. Mm-hmm. So I'm now living in the foot of the hills in the Dandenongs uh, and I feel like there's going to be more and more time where I'm actually having to do more inner work and spend more and more time by myself mm-hmm. and more and more time in silence and with nature mm-hmm. uh, to see then, just to listen uh, for for what's next. I've got a period where I've still got a six-year-old and an eight-year-old and we've got a 14 and a 16 year old. So I'm just very much in mum, um, mum land as well. Yeah. And quite different age groups requiring different. Yeah. Yeah. And there's plenty of time because I want to go. I want to, it's like, I want to save the world, right? I want to, I want to, <laughs> I want to help every <laughs> human. Funny. I want to do energy. I want to do this. I want to do that. And and my guides are often like, you know what? It's, yeah, there's plenty of time. There's plenty yeah, of time. Yeah. yeah. Is there though? <laughs> well there is no time actually yes <laughs> it doesn't even exist this whole thing is uh, a learning device for us yes. <laughs> that's yes. been created here yeah. um yeah but there is there's 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 plenty of time yeah. so, so on that note around time so at 36 you're at the clothesline yes and, um <laughs> and life suddenly took a a different um there's another um pair of glasses on looking at life if you wow. want to put it that oh, way. Oh yes. Yeah. So mm. where did you go? Because between like this as you say this like in twenty twelve to now that's 
um 11 years, 11 years yeah it's not it's a long time but it's not a long time but it must feel like there's been mm. such mm. big uh evolutions of how mm. you think feel at even as even though family's running alongside every part of the way yes how does it feel so since standing in the clothesline or how how is life mm. being since that moment to to coming through to even the mm. next couple of years I love that because when you said that, it made me immediately think of when that first happened. I remember um, it was March and I went to Moomba not that long after the washing <laughs> line and I remember just being like in awe at Moomba because everything was brighter. Yeah. Everything I could see, like I, I remember just the thing I noticed that's different now is that it's like the interactions between humans just touches my heart so deeply like I just love watching interactions between humans and energetic exchanges and I remember being at Moomba and just and just like it's like you've literally been dropped into another realm yeah and and that's how they want us to see our experience yeah Yeah. like imagine that you've just been dropped into earth today every day just imagine you've dropped here and you're like wow oh that's so cool you know to have that that sense kid like yeah kid like yeah yeah, that that wonder yeah so I look back at my 36 year old self and uh yeah I just I actually don't know how I I did that decade in that law firm now because now my life is just so different I don't actually work that much um and if I have like last week I had a full day of work in the city for my other business and I was like come on the train come back and I did I thought god how do people do this <laughs> you know that because when you when you're disconnected from your body you can you can you yeah. can just you can on and on and on but once you're actually connected to your body uh you have to listen uh that's, to the body that's a beautiful point can you mm. tell us a little bit about that so mm. being connected to your body what does that mean mm. to you mm. Well, for many of us, we're very much in the head, right, and living here. And so the energy is just here, flying around up here and, oh, what about that and this and that? Oh, and if that happens and this and this and this and all these just thoughts just being blah, 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 right? And so there's not a sense of the energy being kind of evenly felt (laughs) through the body. And that's why so many people feel overwhelmed, feel scattered, feel like they're just going from here to there because then don't have that sense that we spoke about, that real grounding where you just feel like very solid uh, in your experience of things. And when we're here, we can also deny a lot of feelings that are coming that feel uncomfortable. Oh, that does, I feel sad about, oh, I'm not, that's too inconvenient to feel that. So I'm just going to eat this chocolate bar instead. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Yeah, and just this kind of mindless living where Mm. we're not conscious and we're not aware. But when we're actually in our body and we're aware, then we feel (laughs) like, oh, and sometimes that can be tricky because it can be overwhelming in another way, right? Um, and I'm not saying I'm always good at this. I'm still so much a work in progress because I'm so I'm so programmed. I'm still so 
you know, the striving, the workaholic piece, like it's, you know, it's significantly better, but there's, I'm still, that part of me can still want to play and come out. Well, it's yeah. it's in us from such a young age, mm. isn't it? Like we're yeah. from what do they say from the from zero to seven? Yeah, think all of our programming is done. Like that's yeah. it's so ingrained in us. Mm. Yeah, it's like you know we're taking off so many layers and so many coats. It's like yeah, ah. yeah, that's true. I think like zero to forty is kind of the creation of this constructed personality, the adapted version of ourselves, and then from forty onwards, it's like this complete oh actually, do I want that anymore? Yep. And dropping this back and doing this back. And, and I had, there's a woman who came to one of my retreats and she was about 60. Uh, and I love, what I love about retreats is so many people are often old. Most of them are often older yes. than me. Yes. Right. Um, and she sat in circle and she said, I'm 60 now. And I just do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and yeah. you could just feel this, oh, wow yeah some freedom awesome. isn't it it's yeah freedom once you hit 40 it's like there's something that just comes in that's like yeah. we have this saying no fucks given and it's like yeah. freeing just even saying that it's like yeah on my 40th birthday that was literally the the thing that I gave myself was like now I can say no to whatever I want yeah I don't yeah. have to say yes unless I want to so powerful powerful. and energetically like I just did a channeling on this recently and my guides were saying that so many humans are saying yes when they mean no and no when they mean yes Mm -hmm. and what that does is just an energetic depletion because we know there's an incongruence and also when you're saying yes to someone when you actually want to say no energetically they know that on some level too and so then there's all this obligation expectation piece that's happening and it's not a real yes you're giving someone a false yes thinking that you're making things better for them but you're actually being um untruthful energetically to them so it's just being clean and so when you say yes the person knows that's that's really a yes and they'll say no like there's actually I love those people. Like, you know, when they say yes, they mean it. Yeah. Uh, and I think that for me, reflecting sometimes, the, the most clearest example of what you just said then is when I've been talking with my children or in, in an mm-hmm. interaction with my children and some of those poignant moments when um, the, uh, because they're so incredibly pure, right? You know, they, they're, they're so knowing, they're so wise, they have got so much. <laughs> yeah. They're so <laughs> much ahead of us in the game <laughs> of all of this. And they're such so truthful little beings. Yeah. Big beings. So, yeah, so you can really feel sometimes those interactions around truth and clarity, obligation, expectation, mm. um, and uh, how our children hold us in a very true space. But we, mm. you know. 100 percent 100 i mean they they are our biggest teachers mm. um that is my biggest spiritual adventure and my growth area yeah, <laughs> yeah no absolutely it's yeah. i think anyone that has kids knows that and is on the on the path as well it's you know, once we once we actually start to realize that they're actually here for us, it's a good starting <laughs> point, and, and then true in ourselves, isn't it? If we actually own that for mm. them, we own it for ourselves. Mm. I was going to ask that quick mm. question before because we we will have to um kind of 
Stop for a break. Stop for a little break. It's 11.07, my angel number I just saw. Anyway, oh, sorry. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I was going to ask, do you channel for your kids? Oh, it's so funny actually because I was doing a channeling in Bali recently and my 14-year-old came up behind me and was like, <laughs> did like those who are only listening in the audio, she was kind of like mocking me in the back, like doing pretending to, to be um, – my uh yeah trying to do the same thing um yeah so yes not really because um it's pretty out there like I haven't that none of them have actually seen me do the full um well that was just light codes but haven't seen another energy come through me and speak through me um there was one time my 14 year old was helping me um cut a track where my guide had come through and had like a coughing fit in the middle and I wanted to cut that out. And then she heard it. She's like, who is this? What's this? And I said, oh, that's, you know, how I talk to the angels. That's one of my guides. And she looks at my husband at the time and she's like, do you know about this? (laughs) (laughs) So like they know I've always said I speak to angels and things like that. And sometimes I do a bit of energy work um, on them but not so much channeling. But I have had experiences where my younger my younger daughter actually, um, my nan had come through and she she said to me my nan was in the room oh. um, and my older daughter was braiding my younger daughter's hair and my nan was very proper and I, I'm not very good at putting all things together and my kids always look like dishevelled and all of that. Um, <laughs> and so that would have been a time my nan would have been very proud, like, oh, She's bright, making her look pretty. And so my eight-year-old daughter, she was about six at the time, and she said, um, she said um, Nan's here. And I said, oh, where is she? Uh, and she pointed like she was behind me. And I said, how do you know? Can you see her? And she went like this oh. and she told her. So my Nan had said, I'm behind Leisha. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow, wow, so wow. Do we, have we missed any questions? Oh, so, so amazing. But so it's kind of like there's a, we can still kind of come back to a couple of these because it's like, um, what have you, oh, I, I don't know. That one's not really irrelevant. Yeah. That's what, mm-hmm. what have you, like, in, in moving forward in this, you know, and who Alicia is and, you mm-hmm. know, this purpose calling, expression, mm-hmm. expansion of who you are, what have you had to give up? along the way like Mm. as you say law is a very dynamic concrete world yeah yeah family friends Mm. so yeah I've had to certainly like so much and lawyers out there we uh we like our egos right we are (laughs) no not all lawyers sorry but (laughs) (laughs) most of them (laughs) there's a lot of hoo-ha and BS that goes with oh I'm a lawyer and where that means I stand in the hierarchy of things and oh it means I'm knowledgeable and all of that all of that stuff Mm -hmm. um and certainly yeah my understanding of myself I've had to definitely uh play with over time so I have found that probably with my sense of the bigger picture and that what we're here for and understanding that it's not about accumulation and uh, goal striving and all of those things have, have led me to make decisions in my businesses where, like, I basically stopped doing the most lucrative part of my legal business. So I was doing workplace investigations, um, which were very lucrative, very time-consuming. Uh, but then with this work, 
in my heart, I just felt like I wasn't helping people with that work. And yeah. so I literally cut off kind of 90% of my income in that business yeah. um, overnight where I just decided. Integrity came in big time. Yeah, it just didn't align. It just didn't align. And so then I just thought, well, I'm just going to do the mediation work and the conflict coaching. So I think that, like, that's required, an adjustment uh, around uh, around that, making decisions not to just go and try and yeah, get jobs for lots of money and just to pull back and uh, work part-time and be around with, be much more around for my kids. Yeah. Um, I just didn't want to regret that down the track. Yeah, um, yeah. I think like mums can all identify. Yeah, with that. Runs away. You can't get it back. You can't get time. Yeah, yeah. So I think I've had to give up um, that don't know what else I feel like that there's been so much that's expanded that the giving up has been worth it yeah. <laughs> um and food I just want to ask you about that too you know there's a lot of talk about food and the vibration oh, and yeah food and so- okay yes true I have stopped eating meat <laughs> um, oh, okay yeah yeah I, I mean I always I wanted to for quite a long time but I didn't want to upset people and I didn't want to be a hassle for people so that's why I didn't give it up that was like my old scripting um but then it got to a point where it's like oh I don't want to eat this I don't want it for me I just don't want to eat it um so I mean I'm not 100% like I'm also flexy like sometimes if I feel like it okay I'll have it um so I've given that up I mean I I stopped drinking alcohol when I was 30 30 yeah I haven't been drinking since that period anyway. And did that uh, make a difference? I mean, because no judgment around because, mm, you know, yeah. we have a glass of wine and this and that. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, did, did it as, from a frequency point of view or a clarity point of view, did that make a difference for you personally? Well, I was just always very sensitive to alcohol. It didn't really work for me very well. And later they kind of told me, because that was six years before I started channeling, I gave up the alcohol. So whether it was just kind of this purification thing that was happening but I'm sure there are people who can channel really well and yeah. they drink alcohol like I'm all for people having fun and enjoying their life too um yeah so yeah, lovely freedom mm. yeah just to do what what feels good but I am I'm just quite sensitive energetically so I can't cope with chemicals perfumes yeah um, stuff like that yeah has there anything that this is going off track. Yeah. Is there anything that your guides, we talked about a little bit about this before, but is there anything your guides has have asked you, you know, to do that that <laughs> has been really <laughs> tough? Yeah, there has been a couple of things. Um, so they wanted me to run like a dance class. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> what are you doing to me? Um, So definitely that was stretching me. Um, And I did do a few of those and I will do more of them when I have the space for that. But they want me definitely to bring people together for dancing and for singing. Um, So they want that community and that frequency um, and the healing. So that I think, yeah, has, that's, that's, that stretched me um, a little bit. They wanted me to run cacao ceremonies, which I felt like I wasn't qualified to do that. But then the very first one I did, I had this immediate past life experience holding the ladle, like of being like Mayan or something back. Yes. Like, oh, I have done this before. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. So there's there's there are those kind of things. And definitely the channeling. Like it took me a long time 
even when I came out of the closet, I was channeling with, so there's a couple of different ways. I was channeling with me at the front. So channeling with me at the front looks like me, sounds like me, but they're dropping the words through me. Um, and it took me quite a long time to build up to feel comfortable to totally surrender yeah. for them to channel through me because it looks weird. It's yes. like you've almost got to close your eyes if you're watching it because you see me and talk to me and then it's a different person coming through my body. Yeah. yeah. Do you close your eyes when you channel or open eyes? Um, it's a mix. Usually closed. I think, but sometimes when I'm doing energy healings, I feel like my eyes are open. Um, yeah. yeah, so it, it varies. And can you hear what's going on when yes, you're? So I'm a, yeah, so I'm a conscious. I had to work this out later. Yes. But um, I believe I'm a conscious light trance channeler. So okay. I kind of go into a, a little bit of a trance. And my energy, this is another interesting thing, my energy, I feel my energy pulls back to my right shoulder. Yeah. Um, and I was doing a talk or an event um, a while ago and there was a medium in the room and she said to me, I saw the exchange of energy. So she said she saw me drop back to my right corner and she saw my guide come oh, to wow. the front. And that was really another affirming piece because it's like, yes, yep. that's where I go. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I go. Yes. And so I'm just sitting there watching, um, yeah, as it comes through. And is it just, does it look like, like you're looking through your eyes or is it something else? Um, yes, through my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And But I look different. It depends on who, which um, guide's coming. Yeah. Uh, I can, my face will look a bit different. Mm. Yeah. And do you have any body, I'm asking all these questions because I'm always watching <laughs> body change temperature or anything that you notice? Um, sometimes I can go a bit colder. Yeah. Um, yeah, sometimes it just it drops a little bit for me. Yeah. Yeah. You actually feel the difference. Yeah. Not yeah. not obviously, but even I know, I've noticed it more when I do energy healings. I feel like the room just drops like. I don't know. Yeah. It's, mm. it's so, it's, uh, look, I love it. I, I know a lot of people, are, it'll be probably the first time that they're mm. actually going to hear this or, and it might, you know, it might freak Yeah, it might freak them out. out. Yeah. yeah. I, I would understand that. And a lot of people have said to me, like, like, oh, the first time I saw that, I just thought, oh, she's acting. She must be. You know, <laughs> um, it's just too, it's too weird. You have this cognitive dissonance. But then I, I just always think, God, I do not have time. No, I was going. <laughs> I do not have time yes. to create this all up and script it and make it all up. Like, yeah. But the funny thing yeah. is, there are people out there that do. That, oh, you know, nice. and it's like, wow. It's oh. like, yeah, because yeah. I mean, we're we're becoming um, very sensitive. We're becoming mm. more sensitive, yeah. so we can feel these things now. It's like yeah. you know, we yeah. we know truth from. From fiction and it's like we're we're becoming much more aware of all well, of it's, these. I think it goes back to what you were saying before around um being in your truth mm. and, and the, the obligation mm. and expectation. Those mm. when people are saying yes when they mean no, those moments mm. are mm. much more like, oh 
there's an elephant suddenly in the room. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you just can't do it any. You just can't do it anymore. But it's so interesting if people would kind of make something like this up because I think, God, if I'm going to make something up, I'm not going to make something up that makes me look like a freak. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? Like I often say, I wish, you know, there are other healers out there that, um, not that I'm a healer, so to speak, in terms of I think we all are, but the uh, you work f- to facilitate that with people. But um, yeah. other people, they can just kind of look at someone or put their hand on someone and it's like, oh, you know, it's done. You know, the healing's done. Like, yeah. it didn't come like, it hasn't come like that through me. It, it, wow. And because that's, that's, talking to you, I'm really feeling that as well, that, you know, like there's, if you're going to make it up, you'll make it up so it's like, okay, no, like we have a premiere now it starts <laughs> you know, you this evolution of like of growth and learning mm. about the experiences yourself and meeting your guides and who they yeah. are and you know what this means to who, how you're expressing yourself in the world like it's um mm. it's very organic isn't it yeah, well, it's all, yeah, it's all been kind of bit by bit by bit by bit by bit by bit. And the channeling has become much easier. Like in the first years I was very tired channeling because yeah. it was like I think just them getting onto my channel and the disconnection piece and it was cl- a bit clunky. Yeah. But it's like anything here in this realm. The more you do it, the more, yeah. the, the easier it becomes. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, we are going to go in in a minute and um, Alicia's going to channel for us. Now, to yeah. be honest, I am nervous. I'm nervous. Yeah, me too, I'm nervous. me too. Because <laughs> I don't know what I'm, what's going to come, right? I don't well, know what's going to come through my mouth. <laughs> I've been watching channelers for literally 20 years, probably longer, probably 30 years. And, you know, this is the first time I've actually, I've, I've actually sat in an audience with Abraham before. Yeah, right. And, you know, was like, I wish I would get picked, picked you know, and, but when I got there, I was there was no way I was putting up my hand, you know, because yeah. all the stuff comes up, you know, because yeah. you're sitting in a presence and you, you feel like there's nowhere to hide kind of thing. So yeah. is there anything that you can prepare us, you know, Amanda and I with right now um, as we go in? Is there anything that we can do or, you know, or help or support you or or support them in, um, you know, mm. having the best experience? So I think the best thing is just just to take a breath yeah. and just just breathing just right down for me as well just breathing right down into our toes even further down into the earth just to really <clears throat> stay stabilize our energy and I guess the thing to say about this it's and this is why I was reluctant to channel for a long time because it's not like a party trick yeah you know because it does there is kind of some part of it feels like it's got it's got the capacity where people could see it like that. And so even though we're on a podcast, it's just still knowing that we are sitting in like I'm we're sitting in sacred space. Yeah. Uh in this in this energy that you've created. And this is a sacred space that you've got in all of your podcasts with all of the people um that that you're bringing in. And I just trust, look, whoever hears it, then there may be something that helps them in some way, shape or form. Uh, and if there can be no harm that's done from this, bringing through these frequencies, the resonance, uh, and, you know, they, they might bring through a little bit of light code uh, and then that just talks straight to that essence of us to, yeah. um, to help us. And it's just only for highest, only for highest and best. So beautiful. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so I feel the energy yeah. changing with you just changing. Yeah, it's, it's, like a, it's like a residency just creating that space of 
in the moment and mm. being mm. open. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we're going to round this um this episode off and we mm. are going to just have a little break and then we'll come back. So Alicia, thank you so much for sharing yes. your awakening with us and our listeners. Oh, thanks for having me. It's been yeah. a blast. It yeah. certainly has. It certainly has. I'm um I feel really honored to sit with you and um and share this. Absolutely. Oh, me too. Shared with the um Alicia's Oh, we have links uh, to books, books and, and the, uh, yes, the global source set, the global. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I, my energy just wants to. <laughs> <laughs> the global will yeah. all be in the show notes and uh, oh, thank, you. Well. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And remember, all links to our guest are in the notes. Leave us a comment here or message us on Instagram how our guests today connected with you or perhaps something you wish to share. A special thank you to the blissful Ksenia Luki for our theme song. Joe and I will be with you next week. Bye. Ciao.